Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This is your brain. I'll be hella wild, but you can't tame me. Got the keys to the crater with no cable. Smell it like basil. Yeah, I got the flavor. I ain't got no patience. Kept it with a savior. I'll be on it there, but that shit. This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Pues bienvenido a esta edición especial del Rated R Safety Show. Hoy es jueves el 21 de enero del, 2000, del 2021, día 21 del año y solamente quedando 344 días. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways, hello and welcome to Safety FM. This is the Rated R Safety Show. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Today is January the 21st, Thursday, of course, of 2021, day 21 of the year. And let's see, only 344 days left to go. Yeah, sorry about that. You know, I thought I was doing the Spanish edition today. I don't know what the hell was going on. Anyway, so hopefully everything's off to a grand start for you. You are having a grandioso time enjoying all the new factoids of everything going on inside of the world. And we will definitely start get you talking and rolling and bowling with everything that is going on. But, of course, we got some things that we have to talk about. We are broadcasting live across the multiverse of Safety FM, as you already fully are aware, because you're probably hanging out there. Or... Or you might know that you're being infiltrated right now. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. 
Well, good morning. Good morning already inside of the box. I hope you did get some of that, being as you're going to be going elsewhere. Elsewhere, that that is going to be something very important. Duh. Importante to be able to move forward with and talking about and all that kind of stuff. So what'd you think? Yesterday was kind of an interesting day, inauguration day. And of course, we're going to talk about that as we get into the swamp. And don't worry, I'm not changing the name to anything because it's still the swamp and I still hate talking about politics. There you go. So don't worry about that. It wasn't anything to do with the person that was sitting there. I just don't like talking about it, period. So don't worry. Anyway, so there you go. So today's format will be slightly different. It is Freeform Thursday, Freeform Thursday. So we will talk about whatever you want to talk about, and we'll go from there. And if you don't say anything, well, I'll just make shit up like I normally do, because that's kind of a simple process to do. Anyway, so let's talk about what is trending right off the bat, right off of the bat. A Washington State police dog made a famous on TikTok was released from the hospital this week after being after being critically injured. Check out Canine's Officer Arlo welcomes home celebration, and that is readily available on TikTok. So Canine Officer Arlo are the things that you have to actually talk about or look up to be able to find it. That will be your feel-good moment of the day, because that's always the important part. Because we want you to leave here happier than what it actually started. And we go from there and talk about all that stuff as we do. Anyways, let's get you into some feature story news. Get you rolling and bowling there. What do you want today? I, I think, I don't know. I think I enjoyed the 32nd one yesterday. I really do. So maybe let's just go 30. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. President Biden's first full day in office begins after he signed his first executive orders reversing a raft of President Trump's signature policies. Russia's standing by to ratify a key nuclear weapons treaty with the Biden administration, according to the head of Russia's Foreign Affairs Committee. The UK is considering introducing hotel quarantine for international arrivals, and the UK and EU are involved in a diplomatic row about the status of Brussels and to London. So there you go. That's the 30 second variation of the news. I don't know. I like it. It's I feel kind of like we're in and we're out and we're, you know, we're done. And out done. And out done. You know, you get it there. But you know, so we have to find something suitable for a replacement because, you know, what are we just gonna do? Stare at each other? I, I know it's kind of awkward. So let's just get a little motivated about some things. Maybe that's the way. To go about. Time now for the Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Winston Churchill famously said, success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. I love that. And I can relate to that, too. I've failed at many things in my life. You probably have, too. Unless you've never tried anything and you've never taken any chances. If you have, surely you've experienced some failure. But you must learn from that failure and then keep moving forward for the next chance to succeed. Like Winston Churchill said, that is the best way to find success. With today's Motivation Minute, I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. The Motivation Minute is brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. And a reminder, you can find more at MotivationMinute.org. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. And just in case if you've been wondering, and you've been, I don't know if you've been hanging out on RadioBig.fm, but if you have not, that is John from the John and Heidi Show. 
just in case. So you can take a listen to them on the afternoon drives, at least afternoon drives in the Eastern time zone. But they do come on on 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. John and Heidi come hang out with them as they talk about the Motivation Minute. They also talk about a whole bunch of plethora, a plethora of stuff. They do interviews on their show and so on. So I will tell you, we will talk about the things that you want to know about for sure today. So don't worry about that. That's free form as we get to our main section here in the next little bit. So don't go too far. We will talk about it. Don't worry. Not ignoring you. Uh, Believe me, we are still as live as it gets well, live with delay, depending on how you're taking a view or a listen. And when I talk about delay, I'm talking less than like a minute, just in case. Anyway, so let's talk about what's going on in the circulation of the circulation of the news. A survey out of New York reports that 27% of New Yorkers have no pl- no plans to get the COVID vaccine. Meanwhile, 7% said that they have already received a vaccine. And 69% said, percent said well, let's see, to get it according to the... Siena College poll. So there you go. Governor Andrew Cuomo stated that 7 million New Yorkers health workers from the from the line essential workers and the elderly are now eligible to get the vaccine for uh, only about 1 million doses have been administered so far. So there you go. So what do you think? I don't know if you're based out of New York. As you know, I'm not based out of New York. Um, I'm based out of Florida, uh, but that's kind of how it goes. But most of the times we see some we see some birds down here, um, some snowbirds hanging out. But what do you think about this whole thing? Do you are you well essential? And you know that's such a freaking terrible term. Yeah, I did say freaking. I have some people watching today. Hi, how are you? Um, so so it's, you know it's kind of freaking terrible about the whole thing about how that word is used. And oh no, you're not important enough on the ranking system to get it. But you are. I mean, it's kind of bullshit. Let's just be realistic. Um, just saying. Because the way that it works is it's kind of a messed up story. It is what it is, man. It just is. So anyways, that's one way to look at it um, for sure. As we do talk about some certain things going on. I don't know. Should I talk about this? I think I'm going to talk about it. What do you think about the book? Okay. Uh, so. Yes, I don't know. I think we're a little bit ahead. Okay, I won't talk about it. Okay, I won't talk about it yet. Is that better? Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, it seems that half of the people in the construction industry in New York will, New York will not, on my jobs. So what are you what are you seeing? If you don't mind me asking, of course. Are people against it or there is not enough information about the vaccine? Anyways, that was Jim coming in into the box. Um, So are people against the idea for the time being or no? I mean, I just need to understand. I mean, what is what are they anti? What are they anti? So maybe we should just jump around today. Let's just do free form and let's let's do no format. Let's do no format. If I get bored, I'll start reading news. And if I'm not bored, I'll read news anyways, because that's part of the, that's half of the show. Uh, so so let's think about it this way. Uh, let's jump around. Sorry, Facebook user. I can't see who you are, so I'm not trying to avoid you um, by name. So let I just want to reference that real quick. Conspiracy theories. OK, that's what Jim's saying about some people not wanting to take the vaccine. I understand that. So let's go over here for a moment. What is your take on management who has one foot in and one foot out on safety? Well, it's kind of a weird, it's a weird world when you bring that up. Let's just be realistic. So here's the strange part of conversations about safety. 
if the management person, are we talking about management in particular related to that their safety management, or are we talking about operational management? Because that there's kind of a, a weird a weird story there. Because when you start looking at safety, depending on what side of the house you stand on, in most occasions, the way that an operation person's from experience that I have in the past, not saying all, but most, they look that actually safety will put a stop on some of the things that are taking place. So that's one portion there as I do, as I do talk about it. Um, so the Facebook user is Jay. That's scary. Um, I'm Jay too. That scares me as well. Uh, so there you go. So some of the actual portions of the house will not pay attention to it. I'm a, okay. Hold on. Let's jump real quick. I am okay with the vaccine, but want to wait to see the results in six to eight months. Bar Kirby, I I, I get your point. I'm, I'm kind of hanging in there with you. I understand. So going back to Jay with operations, here's what happens sometimes. Is Here's the thing. If you turn around and you have something related to safety, and let's just use the example of a stop work issue in operations. Let's use a factory line because that will be the simplest process to do it. If you have to do a stop work on a factory line, what happens automatically? The automatic portion is this. You stopped work, which causes what? No revenue to be generated from the aspect of looking at it from an operational standpoint. And one can argue some things of, well, the money that you're saving because of a potential hazard. Yes, I understand that. But you have to look at it is that most operations people, and let's be realistic, are actually bonused off of what they can generate if it's a revenue-driven occurrence. Also, it's also if it's project-driven, is how quick can they get a project done? So it becomes a very intriguing thing for them because I don't think that all operations people believe that safety is not important, at least from the people that I've spoken with. But they look at it, it's kind of, it's one of those weird spots. Now, where you get really strange in some areas is when this occurs, when you have an operations person slash safety person that do a combined role, which means they counteract each other. So think about it for a, for a portion. So let's say, for instance, you're in charge of a transportation of hiring people that drive your vehicles. Let's just use that as an example. But you're also the safety manager. But all of a sudden, you have somebody who did something incorrectly that is a driver and something has to take place for, let's say, retraining, suspension, or whatsoever. But you also have a driver shortage. So what do you do? Do you take a look at the issue that occurred that's safety related, or do you look at the portion that generates revenue? It's a weird and interesting spot to be in. The other portion to talk about relatively quick is when you start taking a look at the things that take place inside of this, on this little thing that actually happens from time to time. When you have the safety department actually directly report into operations, it becomes very awkward because what's going to take the overlay what is going to be the example that most people are going to set what are people going to do when it comes to that particular aspect and that's the portion that you need to think about a little bit so the way that i look at it is perfect example would be if you could have the safety department report directly to the ceo that is ideal if the top safety person that's where they report to if that cannot be the case and cannot be the case at all they need to report into finance. Why finance? Well, think about it. When you talk to somebody in the financial side of the whole side of the house, the conversation that you have there is significantly different 
Because what do they want to know? They want to know about dollars and cents. Think about that for a moment. If you talk black and white to someone who is actually doing finance, they have a better understanding when it comes to some of that portions of safety. Now, we can have a whole conversation about capitalism and how it actually works when it comes to safety. And believe me, that's a whole rabbit hole that we could probably be here for a long period of time to talk about. That is no doubt whatsoever. Isn't that putting money on life? Well, I would say that it is. I am 100% on agree with you. I mean, but think about it. I'm not saying that is the correct portion of it, but look at it at the same point, too, on how things are done. This is why we have to start having conversations of not a safety culture, but a culture inside of organizations that these things are blended. And when I talk about blended, I'm talking about that this is part of a culture. Yeah, it is great to have a safety department, let's say, quote unquote, because the name is still used. But what if you have an apartment that focuses on something slightly different, something like human performance? What if you have a department that actually is this kind of like the think tag? And I'm not talking about let's talk about Imagineers here like they have at Disney. But there has to be different conversations because we still to this day, and it's unfortunate, we still have some safety cops out there and they're good, bad and indifferent. I mean, it's the moniker of the trade on how people are developing and changing, but we have to have start having those conversations on where it's all part of the culture of what you have going on. And believe me, I'm not a futurist. I'm not saying, oh, yes, this is it. And by the end of the year, I promise and guarantee. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what we have to start talking about, though, is that these are things that we need to strive to. Now, I will tell you, I've had several conversations with people inside of the field. I've had conversations with thought leaders. And really what it boils down to is that you need to find that cheerleader. You need to find that person that is interested in what you have to say. And let's be realistic. If you're not too hung up on putting your name on everything, you can get this much further. Because here's the thing. You have people inside of your organization that are influencers. Let's just be realistic. It's the, it's the reality of the thing. And if you could get them to get behind your ideas or let them even run with it as it's their thoughts, that portion of your program will get so much further. And here's what will take place. Maybe then operations kind of starts blending the way that they look at safety slightly differently. And that's the goal. I mean, let's don't get me wrong. I don't think operations people are bad, but some people think that. And when you start having that mentality of them against us, that is the worst thing to think about. Because let's be real here. You, yes, you right there are a salesperson. You're selling something that cannot be touched, that cannot be seen. It's an idea. I can tell you last year, you might have saved a million dollars to your company, several million dollars over. But here's the problem. Can you prove it? But you can't. But here's the other, here's the other side effect of the whole thing. If you flip it over to the other side, and here's what takes place, is that if something goes wrong, who's the first person they contact? The safety department. Now, I've had conversations with several people. As, as I have said this just a, a moment ago, where when safety is not seen as a forefront or things of people running around and something going wrong, people go, well, we can do a cutback. We can, it's too, it's too pricey what we pay that person. For some, not all. And maybe we could put an administrator to take over the position. It's not the same thing. It's definitely not the same thing. And the moment that something goes wrong, boom, 
they realize that there's been a change there that they probably shouldn't have done. Anyways, let's take a look at some more messages. Money always motivates. You have to make sure that they understand that the money will cost you if you mess up. Safety is a condition of employment. There you go. I agree with you there, Barr. And let's take a look. Safety pays pays website from OSHA is very useful in that case. And there you go. And yes, can't prove it. You know it. You know it. You know it. Let's let's not lie here. Can't prove it. And that's what it boils down to. It's you can. And this is where we start getting into metrics where it becomes a total cluster because then you're talking about, oh, well, then what can we do? How can we prove it? Blah, blah. This is what we had last year. This is what we're going to have the year after. And it becomes a very strange conversation because here's the thing. So let's say, for instance, it lowered down. It's $100,000 less than the previous year. But you had really no major incidents and let's say for instance it was only 20 grand the following year then people start going well is that person still doing their job and it's a it's a strange place it's really a strange place it's relationship building is what it boils down to and it really boils down to a lot of conversations of interacting with operations what has to take place a lot of the times is having that one interaction where they can understand, meaning the operational team, is that you're not there to hinder them. And you have to really be able to explain the whole thing of, without them, we can't do what we do. Now, think about that for a moment. We are a support staff, regardless on how you want to look at it. Think about it for just a moment. We are support staff on what we do. So I have never caused a failure inside of an organization, and I've never saved a failure inside of an organization. Think about it from almost like a coach mentality when it comes to it. Yes, some coaches are better than others. Let's just talk about that because we know that that's true. But you have to look at it from that way. You can give recommendations to an organization on what should be done. This is why I always put everything in writing. Some people hate me for that, but that's what I do. Because at the end of the day, you have to be able to go back and go, this is what the recommendation was, and this is what the organization decided to do. It's just the way that it goes. And I get very passionate about this conversation because we're still learning. It's still something that we're going to be learning regardless of the timeline. Yes, you know, numbers change, and that's what a lot of people look at. But at the end of the day, you're a salesperson. We are in an organization to assist them to help make money. Because it's the truth. And yes, the way that we look at it is ours is not just a job or a career path. It's almost like a mission because we're trying to make sure that people make it home safely or as good or better of how they actually originally arrived. At least that's my opinion. Now, I could be absolutely wrong. You can tell me if you think otherwise. According to the safety consultant, safety ROIs has been calculated by Many organizations, management just needs education. That's what we got Mr. Primus saying. Bar right here. I have always said safety is a PR campaign. I agree with you. We are selling used cars because no one wants the no one wants it, but they have to, let's see, they have to have it. They are not going anywhere. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. So there you go. Some some interesting stuff, of course, starting off in the morning um in talking about it. I would, you know. I've been doing this for years um, in regards to being inside of the world of safety. And I'll tell you, my career path has been a little bit of everything. I was safety cop at a moment 
for a period of time. That's exactly how I interacted with people. I remember I had this camera system inside of the, the majority of the vehicles that I actually that I oversaw. It was a slightly over 10,000 vehicles um, for this one region that I was actually in. I won't even explain the region because it's a hot mess. But you knew that if something went wrong and I was visiting your location and all of a sudden we called you in because of a camera-related issue, things were probably not going to go well because I was a behavioralist and everything had to be behavior-based on what was going on inside of that camera. And keep in mind that I got things out of context. Nothing against camera systems. They're great. I mean, they're good protection for the driver and in this particular case for the passengers. But I got a 20-second clip of what a trigger event was inside of there. And I was like, okay, this is three strikes and you're out. And let me just be honest. I was an asshole. I mean, I really was. I mean, there was better ways to handle that. And I was the firm believer of, oh, you did this wrong? Let's redo a training. Let's do a training, 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 and we will train you to death because that's going to be the best way to resolve it. But it's not. You have to understand what is going on inside of that moment in time. You have to understand of, okay, this was a failure that occurred, but how do we make it better? But also, how do we not have such financial risk if it continues going on? And I'll tell you, everything was point system based. Um, a lot of independent contractors I interacted with at the time, and we jacked up their insurance rates if they did not have a good score inside of that system. That's how messed up it was. But it was like boom, 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 boom. And it was pounding the people into the pavement to get safety as a way of life. Now, the funny part is that will work for a period of time. I'm not going to say it won't because it will. but. Will it be long-lasting? And the answer is no, because here's the thing. The more I moved up inside of that one organization and the less they saw of me, the shittier some of those locations got because I put nice people in there. And not that I didn't say they didn't pound the pavement, but, man, they took the nicer approach of things. And believe me, I was still learning as I got into this mess. And I was still learning, and I didn't really understand how to tie in psychology into safety and how it would all work and i got to a point that i understand it believe me i by i am no perfect creature by any means ask that to anybody who interacts with me for a long period of time but it's those conversations that you have inside of the management staff inside of the field inside of anywhere that you can where you are preaching and you are talking about what you believe in when it comes into the world of safety that will set a lot of things apart. Now, here's the thing. The moment that you break that one thing that you tell everybody that you do, your word gets devalued that quick. Now, this is why I don't always talk about process and procedures. I talk about safeguards. Because safeguards are slightly different. Because the work imagined versus the work performed is slightly different. Now, let's be realistic. If we want to go deep today, let's go freeform deep. There's somebody who sits normally inside of a corporate office that sits back and they're developing a process or a procedure that they think that ideology-wise, this is going to be the best process of how to do something. Let me tell you something. They're probably wrong. 
because they're coming up with the idea by themselves without asking the field person on exactly how to do it. How often do you hear conversations like this? This is how I'm supposed to train you, but this is exactly how we do it. Now think about that for a moment, because I think that's going to be interesting. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit twomin2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brock. He's a man. <laughs> it's awesome, funny, random. Doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on radio. Well, there you go. I don't think I should make any sense half the time when I'm speaking because that's the way that it is. Anyways, as you can see, I'm very passionate about certain subjects of conversation when we definitely start getting into them. So sorry about that. I have to sometimes get off my soapbox and really understand what is going on inside of the world. Uh, So there you go. Storks is an awesome movie. Okay, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you're sharing that right now. Uh, so anyways, so there you go. That's a lot of stuff. I, you know, I think it's a good talking point. Good talking point. I like freeform. I like when we go freeform. That's for sure. Uh, anyways, let's talk about some other things going on. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials seized two separate shipments from Hong Kong that contained more than 800 counterfeit carrier or, or sorry, Cartier jewelry products, an estimated value of $8.72 million. The first shipment was inspected in Cincinnati, Ohio, <laughs> contained over 400, 400 designer braces, bracelets, and then headed to a resident in West Palm Beach, Florida. There you go. Welcome to Florida. Okay. On the on that same night, the second shipment containing about 401 rings and bracelets had, was stopped in Louisville, Kentucky. And also headed into the same res- residence in West Palm Beach. I think this dude in West Palm is kind of screwed. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, there you go. Uh, da, 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 da. And then CP, um, CM, C, 
BP ceases millions of counterfeit good year after year, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the last commercial has clips about the movie. No, does it? I don't know. It's an ad council thing. If you're on Radio Big, you didn't hear any of that. You heard something entirely different. I just want you to know. Uh, don't apologize. That's the best five minutes of this show I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You should come and see me and speak in person. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah, I do remember. Anyways, good morning, Richard. Thank you for coming and hanging out this thing. Uh, what? Are you? Oh, so I'm not sarcastic enough? Jeez, man. Now, now I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken of what to talk about. Okay, so let's talk about some other things. Hawaii has the highest concentra- concentration of fast food restaurants in relation to population, according to data compiled by the NiceRx.com and prescription assistant platform and resource. According to a report, the Aloha State has 97.5 fast food restaurants per 100,000 people based on the 2019 u.s census bureau which estimates the state's population at a little a little over 1.4 million that means that hawaii has around are you ready for this 1365 fast food restaurants i wonder how many actually um actually have spam i'm not joking that is a popular food there. All of this does not mean that Hawaii has um, has the most fast food restaurants in the country. However, for example, number two on the list is New York that has 92.3 fast food joints per 100,000 people. While the eateries per capita may be lower, New York far outweighs Hawaii when it comes to the actual number of restaurants. Are you ready for this? Here we go. This number might surprise you. At 17,906. Yep, that's what you got there. A lot of stuff going on, <laughs> for sure. An explosion in Madrid left two dead, two injured, and partially destroyed a residential building on Wednesday. Images posted on social media showed that the tower of smoke coming out of six-story building and surrounded by rub- by rubble, not by rubies. I shouldn't say rubies. That's a terrible thing to say, but I did say that. Um, that's for sure. Uh, there you go. Hawaiian can make a hell of a spam. I don't know. I will tell you, when I was a little kid, Long time ago, let's just be realistic. I used to have fried spam every once in a while. I liked it. And I know people hate spam. I know canned food. And let's just be realistic. Can- spam is whatever the hell you want to consider it. But, man, I liked it when I was a kid. I-, I haven't had it in years now, so I don't know. I couldn't tell you if I like it, love it, or want some more of it. Anyways, nearly 12,000 doses of the Moderna COVID vaccine were compromised after dipping below acceptable temperature during a recent transport to Michigan. Oh, poor Michigan. I love me some Michigan. I really do. Long story behind that, of course. You can figure it out probably relatively easy. Health officials in Michigan said the 21 shipments, 11,900 doses, were affected due to temperature issues caused by the gel pack used to maintain the appropriate temperatures during shipping being too cold. Well, that enough repacked and sent the replacement doses with another six shipments on hold to check the vaccines of any issues. So there you go. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, Number one, there's not any more shipping issues related to that, but also at the same time, too, that something can be done. Just some things to think about, of course. Oh, I know I'm going turbo all of a sudden. Do I need to really catch up on all this? If you got more inside of the box, I have no problem going down the path here. Let's just be realistic. This show, as I have always said, this show is for you. This conversation is for you, and we make it whatever you want. We do a lot of news. Let's just go. Let's kind of go back for a moment. Let's just go back for one hot minute here. At one point in time, this actually originally started off as a rant show. This was a conversation about a lot of people not being happy in the industry. 
and a lot of people talking about some of the things that pissed them off that was going on. We used to have people come on and we would hide their voice and they would rant about what they hated. Then it changed because people were afraid that they were going to get caught talking about their organizations. And I understood that. And then we started talking a lot about some of the things that we called safety in the news. And then we changed it slightly and talking a little bit more general news about what is going on. But this is the thing. I'm the one that sits here and, you know, if you watch me on the video, that's cool. If you listen to me on the radio, that's great. If you listen on the podcast, that's great. But the whole concept of this whole thing is for you. I don't ever want it to be about me because I'm not it. I will never sit here and say that I am the voice of the voiceless. It's the people that don't dare talk. I am here. Now, whoever tells you that, that's a bunch of bullshit. Let's just be realistic. I want this to be a forum where you can come to at any point and talk about what you want to talk about. And yeah, and let's have the real conversation. Oh, yes, let me give you this master presentation because that is the only way that I could speak about safety. No. That's why this is called the Rated R Safety Show. For some reason, gets confused most of the time when I speak to people with the Rated X Safety Show. But hey, that would probably be something entirely different, and I don't think I could do a video stream of it. But I want to talk here and really have the conversation. You and I speak differently than most, and I'm cool with that. And yeah, sometimes we say, we say dirty words, and it's perfectly fine. But we need to have a platform to talk about where these things that are frustrating to us that we see in the industry, we can literally talk about. And it can't be this level of fear of not being able to have the conversation. It's so stupid. It frustrates me to no end when I, have, when I think about it and I have combos with other people about this because it goes into this. If we're supposed to be there to help and assist and move forward an organization to make sure that people get home safer or in as good or better condition that they left with, why can't we talk real? Leading and lagging indicators? Is that going to be the solution to the problem? Oh, I did a form today, and I got to check a box. How exciting is that? I checked a box, so now we're all safe. Really? I mean, what are we talking about here? That's not safety. That's not safety. That's not going to make me safe. I checked a box. Do you know... By the amount of inspections that I used to look at on how many paper whipped forms I used to look at, I will tell you being inside of the transportation industry was always, always exciting for me. I have loved the transportation industry and warehousing for as long as I can remember. I fell in love when I started on day one. But I look back at this and I chuckle because a standard Department of Transportation inspection form should averagely take a person should I appreciate this fuck the box oh okay um but here's the thing I have to explain this for a moment the average dot inspection should take about 14 minutes if you're doing it properly people would turn in forms and you expect that they actually did them 
perfectly fine. When I moved from paper form to digital form, great guy, by the way, Don, Don, if you're, if you're out there, thank you for everything that you did when helping us get into this digital form many, many, many moons ago. But when we started going strictly digital on doing this process, I had people finishing the process in 20 some odd seconds. 20 some odd seconds, something that averagely takes about 14 minutes to do. And there's so many portions of this. Even we had RFID codes that you had to scan. I can't even walk around a stupid bus, a transportation vehicle that fast. Now, keep in mind that these actually had passengers that would probably be up to 64 passengers. So you would literally almost have to run to be able to do it in that period of time. Now, I'll, I'll tell you this because I can say it now because I'm no longer there. But if you were kind of smart enough and figured it out, if you stood between two buses because of how those codes worked, you could scan from one side to the other, even if it's a different vehicle, because the scanner could not tell the difference of what vehicle was which. So that was kind of the, the way that you did it. You did an asset tag. That was the first scan. And then you could scan between the two. And that's how you could do it in that time. But it was just crazy. The amount of people paper paper. Pencil paper whipping, listen to me, pencil whipping some of this stuff just to get it done to be quote unquote safe and compliant. We still had tire blowouts. We still had issues with, with vehicles. We still had oil issues with some because of the stuff not being reported properly. Paperwork does not make you, does not make you safer. It has to be part of the environment and how you build the culture. Oh, my God. It's the culture conversation day. It's what it sounds like. But think about it. It's just, it's just a reality. I get so frustrated sometimes is really sitting back and being able to see some of these things. And, I'll, and I will tell you, and it's probably a terrible thing to say as a consultant. I have a lot of locations that call me and say, Jay, I have this problem, X, Y, and Z. And then I'll go there and speak to people inside of their own organization that already have the best solutions out there. But here's the problem that you run into. As a very close fair friend and dear friend of mine says all the time, he has it in, in, in a book or two, you can't be a prophet in your own land. You just can't. It just doesn't work. The funny part is, as you look at it, and you know this, and I know this, you can say it a thousand times, but then if you bring somebody else in and they say the exact same thing and they're not part of your organization, most places will take a listen. Don't know how it works that way, but we both definitely know that it does. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, Netflix has surpassed 200 million subscribers. The streaming giant fourth quarter results showed another 8.5 million subscribers joined during the October-December period, capping Netflix as the biggest year since its inception as the DVD mailing service back in 1997. Despite the success, Netflix still faces challenges in the coming year years with rivals such as Disney Plus, which accumulated over 90 million subscribers in the first year. And as you know, rumors have already been circulating that they will actually be joining Hulu, Hulu, even though there's still the same brand. They just brand differently currently. Anyways, a grocery store in Buffalo has reportedly pulled all Kansas City branded sauces off their shelf ahead of the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs AFC Championship game this weekend. 
Rich Gonzal of the Buff- of Buffalo 97 Rock Radio Station. Hold on. Of the 97 Rock Radio Station. Integrated the removal of suggestion of the local supermarkets and can't be carrying stuff during the Bills Chiefs week. Dash Markets headed to calling it a confirmed on Twitter as that they would be declared until the Bills win. The Bills take on the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday, just in case if you're interested in knowing. Almost as much as Safety FM Plus. I don't know what that means, so I am so sorry about that because I probably did not see that in the sequence that you were trying to write it in. So apologize. Okay, Joe Biden became the 46th president of the United States yesterday. He was sworn in by the Chief Justice John Roberts. Kamala Harris has sworn in as the nation's first female vice president. The former U.S. Senator California becomes the biggest, the biggest, listen to this, the highest ranking woman ever to serve in the government as sworn as she was sworn in by Justice Sonia Sotomayor. More on the integration. We'll talk a little bit more about that as if we get to the swamp today. I don't think we're going to be getting into the swamp at this particular point, but who knows? Anyways, the both both of these, the S and P and the S and P and the Nasdaq, both posted record intraday highs on Wednesday. The Nasdaq surged more than two hundred and sixty points, and the Dow lifted about two hundred and fifty seven, and the S and P added about fifty two points. By the closing bell. What does that closing bell sound like? I would I would love to know if somebody could tell me. Oh, that's not the bell. Okay, let's continue. Uh, investors <laughs> bought heavily in the anticipation of the increased government spending during Joe Biden's administration. Netflix rose more than 17% following a strong earnings call. The streaming giant touted both revenue and new subscribers numbers in their forecast. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on right there. Matter of fact, let's talk about... Now, yeah, we're going to skip that story. Let's go into the swamp real quick, because if not, we're not going to get to it. Amazon is ready to assist Joe Biden's goal of vaccinating 100 Americans in 100 days. In an open letter, Amazon Consumer CEO writes that more than 800,000 workers employed in the United States are essential, and they work to quickly get everyone jabbed. He added that that they're willing to use Amazon facilities and infrastructure to get the public vaccinated. So there you go. I don't know. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. I mean, I know you've seen the memes because they've been posted all over the place where people jokingly say, hey, um, Let's have let's let's have uh, Amazon go out there and vaccinate people because I think that that's going to be important. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't think. I mean, I think that if you did that, it would be interesting in regards to getting it out at least to you. I don't know who's gonna who's gonna do the shot, but let's go from there. The Biden administration sent a settle foreign policy message on Twitter just minutes after the inauguration, when the account of the U.S. ambassadors in Israel was renamed U.S. ambassador to Israel, the West Bank, and Gaza. The Trump administration recognized Israel's. Israel sovereignty over the West Bank. This is the title that the West Bank's a separate entity. After the change went viral, it was reverted back. So there you go. There you go. A lot of interesting stuff there for sure. Just before President Biden took oath of office yesterday, Politico published a piece, a piece about what it is like writing a speech for the commander in chief. For example, I would never say this. Biden once snapped at an aide. What? A host prepared remarks he was reviewing, according to a person in the room, during a speech prep session last year. Where did you get this from? The aide explained that Biden had just said in a public speech a couple of weeks earlier. 
Well, congratulations for sharing that. I don't know how that's going to change anything. Good thing the nuclear codes are written down then. What? Okay, funny, 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 funny. Okay, one one transfer of power tradition that the former President Trump did keep intact was leaving his successor a letter in the drawer uh, of Resolute Desk. Oh, my God. Uh, President Joe Biden told reporters Wednesday that the letter was very generous, but left it at that because it is private. Biden also selected selected a carpet and curtains that used during Bill Clinton's two terms in the Oval Office. Other arts include the Martin Luther King Jr., Cesar Chavez, among others, the portraits of Alexander Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson, which represent symbols of ongoing political disagreement in the country. So there you go. That is what is going on in the swamp, and I am so glad that I am out of that because a lot of things came to mind that I was reading last night, and I'm not sure if I should share them. So there you go. That's exactly what I was thinking, and that's why I did not say it. Yep, that's me. That's me. With Strange Soul Crest, that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. Okay, so let's get us moving and grooving into did you know? Yeah, did you know? Time time may be money. Yes, that's 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 the thing, as the good old saying goes. But surprisingly, new polls finds that most people would be would actually choose time over money. A survey over two thousand American adults found that three in five would rather get an extra vacation day for life admin task than to receive a pay raise. 57% said they would prefer the idea of getting an extra day off each month to perform personal administrative work, such as paying bills, making appointments, and those responding say that they'd rather receive the perk of a 10% raise. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. What would you prefer, a pay raise or some more time? I don't know. I think it's kind of an interesting question, depending on what you're looking for. Anyways, let's talk about how companies love misery. How how suitable. A new rule announced in in the U.S. gives debt collectors the green light to slide into the DMs of people who owe them money. Not a joke. Beginning in October, businesses and institutions will be allowed to contact debtors through their social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau says that the rule change is necessary because debt collectors and consumers have been trapped in a time warp with limited communication to the standard outlined back in 1977. Long before the Internet, so the debt co- so, so if you have debt collections, a new guideline will allow collection agencies to send you unlimited numbers of texts, emails, and social media messages until the debt has been paid. Are you hearing me as I say this? I want you to make sure that you are. Fortunately, collection agent agents won't be able to publicly comment on a person's Facebook status or Instagram photo for asking them to pay up or tweet or tweet at someone with a proposed payment arrangement. Could you imagine what this is going to be like come October? You know that somebody's going to have an automator and that thing's going to get messed up, like messed up big time on how that's going to work. And you're going to get like this spam. Not the food from Hawaii. Uh, so there you go. Ha, the joke's on them. My internet was canceled months ago. So this is not gonna not gonna bother me. So when I need what I need to do, let's, let's see, what when I need to, let me see. I could never reach a real person on one of those companies, but then they think they'll be able to get a hold of me. I wonder how that's gonna work. That's one thing to think about. Unlimited text and emails. Huh, what could go wrong there? What do you think? I mean, definitely, I feel like spam filters will definitely be taking a a big kick there. 
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, we forgot about my friend. Let's not leave him out of the mess today. Police brutality. The question of the day is, when's it going to stop? And when will all people enjoy the freedom and the respect that our Constitution guarantees? The answer is, when we win in court. I'm Jeff Feiger. If you've been hurt by the police, call me, and I will take them to court, and I will win, because that's what we do. Who's going to stand up for you? We will. In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. So there you go. That was our friend Jeffrey. Jeffrey, thank you for coming out and talking about what you have going on, because we always tend to like that. And enjoy the conversation. Don't get me wrong. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that are going on inside of the interwebs for today. If you're looking for some days to party, we'll talk about that here in a hot minute. But let's talk about some other things, some other things real quick. Let's talk about some birthdays for today. Marco Asensio, 25 today. Brandon Crawford, baseball player, turns 34. Maurice Mazan, you know. From that TV show on USA, and professional wrestler turns 38. Uh, Sean Von Delt Wilt, pop singer, turns 41. Emma Button turns 45. Oh, my God, Spice Girl's baby Spice. She ain't so much of a baby anymore. She's older than me. I didn't know that. Jeez. Okay, Gina Davis. Yeah, I haven't seen Gina Davis in anything in a long time. 65, Jeff Franklin, 66, and Billy Ocean. Oh, Billy Ocean. Oh, my God. Haven't heard Billy Ocean Let's cherish the time together in a long time. Anyway, 71 today. So there you go. That's some of the birthdays that are taking place inside of the multiverse, if you care to know about that. Anyways, back on this day, back on this day in 1924, Vladimir Lenin suffers a brain hemorrhage and dies. The Soviet dictator played a key role in catalyzing the Bolshevik Revolution and became the first leader of the USSR. While he laid in state, more than 900,000 more Soviets would view the body over the course of four days. His body was later embalmed and put on display where the remains are today. Whoa, whoa, that's deep, man. I did not know that stuff. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today. International Playdate Day. (laughs) Uh, International Sweet Pants Day. National Granola Bar Day. National New England Clam Chowder Day. National Hugging Day. Own Your Own Home Day. One-Liners Day. And Squirrel Appreciation Day. Oh, I wonder how that's going to be taken into the South. I'm just wondering out of morbid curiosity. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for loved ones and the best practices for professionals that are looking for additional information on what to do. If you want to find out more information, you can go 
go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Or go call the phone number at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Let's just be realistic. We can't do what we do without you. You are the most crucial part inside of this whole world because this is what we are here to do together. So there you go. Let's think about that for a moment. Join us on all major social media platforms. And we are Radio Big. Okay, so let's talk about some of the wacky facts for today. And let's go from there. A single teaspoon of, of seawater contains about 5 million living creatures. Yummy. <laughs> a degree sign is an ancient symbol which represents the sun. The symbol at is over 500 years old. A dirty spark plug can reduce your car's fuel efficiency by more than 30%. Technically, coffee is a fruit juice. Think about that for a moment. A lot of people probably don't look at it that way. Um, and then by <laughs> the only place a naked mole rat has hair is inside of its mouth. Ugh, that's disgusting. Anyways, I want to tell you about stupid questions for telemarketers. But if you want to hear that, you have to come over with me at the top of the hour, radiobig.fm, and I'll tell you some stupid questions for telemarketers. I think you're going to like that one if you come and hang out with us. Anyways, let's give you some slices of BS for today. Google Chrome is no longer offering support for Adobe Flash, which means Google is now treating Adobe like of its, like all of its other products. <laughs> a report says that spending time with your mother-in-law will strengthen your marriage. The study appears in the last issue of Thanks, but No Thanks. I like my mother-in-law. I don't want her to hear that and think that I don't. I like her. She's cool. No, I'm being serious. I really do like her. I shouldn't say anything else. I'll just leave it at that. I really do like her. So let's just make sure. This, <laughs> this is sweet. Pam Anderson said in a recent interview that Tommy Lee is the only true love of her life. I guess no other guy besides Tommy could quite measure up. Rimshot, you got it? <laughs> okay, fact. Someone new becomes a billionaire every two days. Man, how many girls does Chris Kardashian have? going to help okay fact psychologists have found that whenever you're in a bad mood you can feel better by just forcing yourself to smile hell it worked for nancy pelosi oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm okay so let's go through it right here at the end of the show 57 minutes past the top of the hour. We are definitely still streaming on Safety FM. We haven't been kicked off yet and on RadioBig.FM as well. So if you need a phone starter for today, what's your secret to beating the winner's blast? If you need a random joke for today, here you go. Sometimes someone unexpected comes into your life out of nowhere, makes your heart race, and changes you forever. We call those people cops. If you, need a, if you need a question for the water cooler today, try this one. A survey says that 35% of adults look forward to doing this every day. What is it? Checking the mail. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I want to go back for a moment and reference something. Because I think that sometimes we're not open to ideas and ideologies and different things that are taking place. But I want you to remember this. 
at all points in life, there are different things that occur. You never know the kind of impact that one person might have on your life and change the trajectory of the things that are going forward inside of your life. Now, let me explain that for a moment. Think about a one meeting, one encounter that could occur that could change your life forever. Some of the simplest things and sometimes some of the weirdest outcomes in life do occur. So always take advantage of that moment. You never know where it's going to come from. You never know if it's going to come out of a chat box. You never know if it's going to come out of a screen. You never know if it's going to be a random phone call where you might come into the mind of someone that might open a door or put you down a trajectory that you never expected. Expect the unexpected. I'm being serious. My life has changed significantly by some of the things that I never expected to occur. Not lying. One of the best opportunities that I have ever received in my life. You want to know where it came from? An IT chat box. No joke. Changed everything for me. Another thing that changed my life, I was standing at a book signing. Not my book, someone else's book changed my life forever. That conversation changed my life. I stand here today because of that conversation. And that is not a joke. Anyways, that's what I want to leave you with today. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. If I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. Look before and you'll find yourself and you'll find yourself behind. Look before and you'll find yourself behind. Think about it in that fashion. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part. And that's the listener. Anyway, Safety FM is the home of Real Safety Talk. We're going off to Radio Big. If you want to come and hang out with us, we do music and different stuff. I'll hang out there until 10 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. If you want to come out and hang out, or you can come out and hang out even post. And you can hang out and see the whole slew of shows that we have going on over there on the network. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate everything you do. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. And goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.